Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show with Steve and Trish. Trish, so how did you get that scar of yours? That scar of mine? I don't know that I have scars. Do you have scars? Just emotional ones, primarily. Oh, <laughs> okay. I probably well, I've got have some injuries. Everybody's got a scar of some kind. No, no stitches, injuries, no, you know, busted up an ankle somewhere, no scars. No, I'm going to tell you what I have. I'm a I'm more of a broken finger, broken toe kind of girl. So yeah, I don't know. I think people are either broken bone people or stitches people, and I fall into the broken bone category. So right. I don't know. Okay. You have no real good, scars. Good stuff. I have a couple. Tattoos. <laughs> yeah. so this is going to be a fun show today. I, maybe maybe we'll rebound from the weird question of the day. Uh, so let's talk fun. about some HR tech stuff with a with a friend of the show we've known forever. But she's in an exciting new role, so we're going to talk a little bit about that and some of the fun things that are happening there. Our guest today is Yvette Cameron. She's the SVP of Global HCM Product Strategy at Oracle. She is also the co-founder and board advisory member of Velocity Career Labs, the innovative technology organization behind the Velocity Network Foundation, an industry consortium delivering the blockchain-powered Internet of Careers. That's pretty cool. Also, I like consortiums. Like, I've never been involved in a consortium. I feel like that's really kind of cool to be a part of that. Yvette, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you guys so much for having me here. I'm, it's, it's been too long since we've talked, so I'm, I'm excited to share this time with you today. Yeah, good. Well, I think before we get into the meat of the show, maybe let's talk scars, right? Do you, do you, you know have what? Any- I, I am. I was hoping you would ask me that question. So, Trish, I do fall in the, the stitches kind of uh, scars as opposed to broken bones. Okay. Um, and I am proud that my first scar appeared at age five when I tried to stop a door from closing in my face. That's just who I am, right? Don't don't block me in and um, had half my finger cut off in a car door. And, and that set the stage for scars everywhere coming from bike accidents and ski accidents that tore the ACL and had left a scar and and broken well I actually did have a broken collarbone too but I kind of figure you know and nothing nothing personal if you don't break a bone or you don't have a scar you're not pushing yourself hard enough that's my that's my motto so I encourage my children and my myself to have scars to demonstrate our our pushing for more so there you go (laughs) I really love that answer. Now, see, now with that kind of an answer, I love the question that there much you go. more. So that's good. You're right. I will say this. I think just following you for all these years, I do feel like you live life to the fullest, right? You're at full tilt. You're you're such an outdoors person and just someone who really, truly, it looks like with your family, just like really is always out there enjoying kind of uh, what the world has to offer. So that's a good thing. No, well, thank you. You're right. You're right. And I've, and I've been doing it from a career perspective too. So, you know, let me, let me just jump in. Steve, you mentioned, you know, I'm my new role, SVP at Oracle. Loving it. I just joined here five months ago in November and I've got a fantastic team and a fantastic leader, Chris Leone. Um, tremendous innovation happening. And I, I know we're going to talk about kind of a new aspect on, on one of our recent innovations, but um, it, it's super exciting, and our customer momentum is fantastic. We had over our, over a million lives, well over a million lives in the healthcare industry uh, go live at the first of January. Just today, I don't know if you saw it, um, 
there was a uh, we, we've just had a recent press release by uh, Kaiser, um, you know, taking our solutions live. And, and I mean, just the, the, the again, the customer momentum and the, the innovation has been fantastic. And so I'm super excited to be here on top, you know, I, and I came here on top of a lot of really aggressive investments, right? You mentioned my, my work in the blockchain consortium. I like consortiums, too. It's bringing competitors together to solve problems. From an industry perspective, not from a vendor perspective, but how do we make the industry better? And so super excited to, to still be a part of that consortium and driving that forward. And um, Oracle is a founding member of that consortium. So, um, yeah, I mean, just, just good stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to be here. Well, good. Welcome. We are so glad you're here, too, because, I mean, you've mentioned a couple things. First, Chris has been a longtime friend of the show. Um, and, and I think, too, we try and share some of the things that Oracle is really up to, especially when Chris and um, and the team give updates. He is always so passionate, I have to say. That's probably been one of the people I've missed the most in this year of being kind of off the road. But whenever we just heard the recent Oracle updates and um, some of which you're going to share today, his energy was just infectious. He actually can translate really well through video. So I think that's a, a really special talent that he has. And um, imagine yeah, living and working with that every single day. <laughs> I mean, that was not a unique, that, 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 day, that four hours of engagement or something with Chris yeah. every day, that high, high level of energy and passion is genuine and it's, it's, it's infectious. I mean, it's, um, it's, again, it's such a delight to, to work in that environment. And with just such a group of innovators, it's, it's incredible. Well, good. Well, I, I definitely was an Oracle customer most of my HR career. So that was the choices I made at the time. So that was always good to, to kind of see what's going on behind the scenes. And then uh, Steve obviously has worked for Oracle as well. So we're, we've got like deep Oracle roots here. This is kind yeah, of a so that's, little that's, bit of a let's, homecoming, let's if you will. Let's do a show someday, Trish, on eBusiness Suite version 10. Like let's let's go through the 10.3, I 10.4, 10.7. I want to I I deep dive into go all there? of them. I want the oral history of eBusiness Suite version 10. I, I talked well, about that for three hours. Well, and, and I started um, at PeopleSoft back in the 90s, so PeopleSoft oh 58596. And so now after the acquisition by Oracle, I feel like I've come back home, right? Mm-hmm. I was the wayward child yeah. wandering the world, and I'm back home to where I started. My first job in high tech was at PeopleSoft, and here yeah, I am. That's, that's, so that's, that's, we'll that's talk, good. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll go back and forth on the PeopleSoft EBS thing. Yeah, that's good um, yeah, yeah. Well, right for there. now, oh, let's great. focus. Let's focus full speed ahead. So, Yvette, I know you've got some some great things you want to share with the audience. Um, lots of innovation, actually, with the Oracle um, HCM team with Journeys that you've announced recently. And I know, you know, we want to cover some areas that Steve and I have been working with Oracle on for the past couple of months. And, you know, one of the big topics, and it continues to be a big topic, is around you know, mental health and well-being. And so first I would say, can you share a little bit more, you know, generically about journeys and some of the innovations that you and the team have going on there? And then maybe dive in a little bit into how those journeys around mental health and well-being and supporting that in your organization um, are really coming into play with some of these new, new customers like Kaiser, for example. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. I mean, we've been we've now been talking for two weeks solid about journeys and and journeys is fundamentally 
um, a, an enterprise ex, uh, employee experience platform that lets organizations deliver and craft uh, the, the, the experiences that they need for their workforce across the entire enterprise. So not just related to the traditional HR experiences of a career move or uh, learning or completing transactions, but also incorporating the needs of administrators and operations professionals across the enterprise, whether you're trying to close the books, you're trying to manage a new merger or acquisition, um, you know, support and guidance that is personalized for you is super important. And so that's essentially what our platform does. And again, it's not just, I mean, we, of course, deliver a series of these out of the box, but more importantly, we give the tools, the intuitive tools that don't require a high degree of IT, or in some cases, no IT, to build those experiences from scratch. That's the fundamental um, of, of the foundation of what it is that we're offering through Oracle Journeys. So I like the fact that this kind of puts some, I don't know, structure or I don't know, like some tangibility around what can be a fuzzy term, because everyone's talking about employee experience. But through through what you guys are doing with journeys with with the launch pad and with the creator, you're actually putting some some I don't know tangibility around something that's kind of fuzzy and soft, right? Employee experience is okay, it's important, but what what does that really mean? So we take something like newly promoted manager, say, or someone transferring to a new location, and what are the things that the organization wants to uh, have the employee or the person go through? What steps do they have to take? What resources can we make uh, available to them to help them to facilitate their, their, their moving down the process? That's what I really like about it. it exactly. You know, um, there is a lot of uh, talk and a lot of investment in this space of employee experiences, and, and it runs the gamut from, you know, a wellness application to, um, to the, uh, the, you know, integration of like teams and email. Um, in some cases, it's just putting a workflow layer on or an HR help desk or an IT help desk. Our approach is comprehensive it, because we are a comprehensive offering, right? Not just across HCM, but we have the full enterprise capabilities. And, and to your point, that ability to, you know, manage and launch and, and, and interact with all the journeys and explore and discover what's possible is, is, is critical. That's our launch pad. Our journeys um, creator is about being able to craft those experiences and assign them to the organization and have all that flexibility to, to, to do those from scratch. And then our, our journeys booster is about um, having full process automation. So, you know, in, in, in maybe a, a workflow that I would put on top, I, you know, I might be able to, um, you know, launch a, launch a help desk ticket or other pieces, but with our booster capabilities and the various technologies that support that, that full ability to take and, and complete the process end to end, whether it's within your enterprise or outside of your enterprise, um, having that full process and data integration um, and uh, uh, being able to complete a process as part of the journey is, is super important. And, and at all times, we're ensuring because we are the system of record, we know who you are, we know all your relationships, we understand the security and what you should and shouldn't see, right? Mm -hmm. We're able to make that very highly personalized guidance. Um, so fundamentally, a super powerful um, set of tools even more exciting, guys, because it's delivered with our core HR application. So there's, we're not saying pay for an extra layer, um, you know, uh, add these, these additional things. 
fundamentally, foundationally, it's so important that we focus on the experience of individuals in our workforce to ensure engagement and productivity um, that we've made it foundational to our application. Um, I, I, I would love, though, to come back to your original question, Trish, of so, so how is that helping mental health, right? How is that helping people overcome the challenges that, you know, the pandemic has brought forward? Um, so shall I jump into that? Yes, please do. Um, just right. one quick, one quick comment. I just have to tell you too is we kind of, you know, we're joking a little bit about EBS and, and sort of thoughts on that. I think that, you know, depending on your background as a listener, um, if you're not aware that, that truly having what you call it being the, um, you know, the system of record, how important that is. So it's like these subtle changes that have happened over many years. Um, and now led to this experience with journeys, it, it's like built on so many of the needs that maybe we had 10 years ago using something like EBS that wasn't as personalized or as easy to personalize, whereas now you're really able to deliver um, on being that system of record in a highly, highly personalized way. I love that. I think if you're someone who hasn't implemented um, technology before, that's a huge selling point to me if I were a buyer. So just wanted to at least yeah. put that out there. Yeah, yeah thank if you, you for, that, for that added uh, yeah. added commentary. The ability to make sure that as policies change from one region to another, that what even shows up on the screen is relevant to me, right? You're only going to get that yeah. because we understand, you know, we are that system of record. Yeah. All right. So back then to the question of um, how we're supporting uh, mental health and accessibility. So, um, you know, we have done um, a, a lot of work in this space. We um, did a, a survey, AI at Work, um, earlier, and um, you know, found a lot of um, a lot of truths that we suspected, but we got validated with data. Um, so, um, you know, over um, let's see, what was the number? It was uh, over 48% um, of people had indicated uh, that this COVID pandemic. Um, uh, had had really um, a, over 48% of individuals had indicated that the pandemic had adversely affect, affected their mental health. And over half of the organizations, the executives and the HR leaders said that they really struggle in their organization with the impacts of, of you know, their employees' mental health on business, on productivity, on engagement, and so forth. Um, and they found it really difficult and exacerbated, of course, by the need to switch uh, to remote work, um, you know, where, where some organizations were slowly moving to that. Um, many had to make that, that move almost overnight. And the feeling of disconnectedness the, the, the technical challenges of, 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 of being able to manage work remotely when that's not how you were engaged, people um, suffering from the technology gaps, now the, the connectedness gaps, um, struggling with uh, not having face-to-face -face communication, many, many, many different challenges. Now we're looking at trying to return people to work slowly. And uh, we're having to face that, you know, there's been a year of, of challenge for people, um, the, uh, the, the depression and the sense of isolation that many have suffered, but also the reality that for those who, um, who are trying to make the choice, if they're given it, do I return to work or not, 
am I going to be retaliated against, right? There's kind of a dual class concern here. Are those who are at work going to be perceived more valuable or more committed or more engaged than those who choose to remain home? They may be choosing to remain home because perhaps their, their kids still haven't returned to school, so they have to. So there's, there's a lot of challenge here. We believe, again, that um, our, our capability through employee journeys can help organizations um, manage and support not just, you know, returning to work, but returning to work in a safe and healthy way, in a way that supports um, mental health and physical health. And here's how we do that. Um, Oracle Journeys is, um, is essentially the way to orchestrate a series of steps in a, in a large journey, right? When you're planning a vacation, your journey, you're researching where you want to go, you're researching the travel and how to pay for it. Do I use points? Do I use cash? Where do I stay? What activities are we going to do? What, what special events? Are we going to fly or drive? So, so you're crafting out and, and researching and going through a lot of personal decisions on that, that journey. Well, the same happens at work. So as people are thinking about, for example, returning to work or they're at work, but they're in this new hybrid environment, you can assemble a series of steps that incorporate everything from research, education, peer-to-peer conversations, questionnaires, tests. Transactions, of course, um, you know, getting security clearance to the new building, um, hearing messages from managers, anything, anything that you need can be assembled and managed just very naturally through this orchestration of process. And you're taken naturally through those steps. You can make some happen in a certain order. You can determine that you can't progress to certain ones until other things have been completed. And at all times, that information is very relevant to me. If I've already um, provided information to you, we're not going to ask you for it again. So from a mental health perspective, imagine the benefit when I'm looking at returning to work that as a, as a manager, I'm given education on, you know, how to have the difficult conversations, how to demonstrate empathy in those conversations. Um, I'm able to survey my, my workforce and get a constant um, pulse on how individuals and the team as a whole are feeling. And I'm, I'm guided through how to, you know, again, how to communicate more effectively. Um, that there is, um, um, you know, a, again, there can be content that has been created by others in the team who have returned to work and are encouraging others, you know, to stay connected and, and um, you know, sharing their experiences and improving those journeys for everybody that comes after them. And there's just so many ways that because these journeys can consist literally of anything, that it makes it um, super relevant and supportive to people as they return to work. Thank you so much, because I think sometimes we hear, you know, a, a term or a phrase like journeys, and, and people might not really think there's something truly behind that. And I think what you just described is such a good example, um, especially from a mental health perspective, of of how impactful technology can be in helping your employees. And as they return to work, you know, as you as you were talking, I, I was writing down, you know, there's such anxiety and, and based on your survey results you shared and I know Steve and I have covered a lot of the AI at work over the last couple of months with you all um, it's such a fear of the unknown that employees have right now and even leaders have right now and by by your example of using journeys 
to provide that information, to provide communication, to provide training where it's needed, to provide resources that are constantly being updated in a very specific sort of meaningful way, to me, that is a game changer. That right there is how you're going to help employees feel more comfortable and leaders feel more comfortable. And and to take that anxiety level down a little bit, because that's really kind of we're, we're super stressed, not so much about what's behind us. We've all lived through that, right? It's more about like what's to come, what's next. So thank you. I really appreciate, you know, you sharing that. That's really meaningful. I think that as as a manager myself, right, who is, I mean, I mean we've never gone through this. This, this pandemic yeah. is truly, and I hate the word, but unprecedented. It is. And really understanding what what should I do? How, how do I manage this? How do I, how do I know how people are thinking? I, I love that these new capabilities and in, in like the journeys platform have come forward to um, help, you know, HR can craft this with the, with the support of others. I can take and take that, take those delivered, you know, suggested journeys and, and even tailor them further for my own team based on what I know, but I'm getting that help and that guidance to be a better manager. And as an employee, right, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a safe, trusted environment. Um, the org, the content is, is, is really, you know, truly reflects what the organization knows about me. And I'm, and I know it's safe. It's not being shared all over, you know, it was, Speaking of safe, it's, it's interesting from that same survey I, I mentioned earlier, the AI at work uh, survey. Um, we were asking questions, um, of, you know, how do you, how do you as an individual want to receive kind of, you know, mental health coaching and discussions? Do you want to talk to an EAP advisor, which again could be one of those steps in the journey is here, connect with somebody. Um, or, you know, do you want to talk to a robot, you know, kind of an AI driven, you know, technology? And it was, it was really, um, interesting and a little disheartening to me a little bit that, um, 77% of millennials, 77% said they prefer to talk to a robot than their managers or a person about, um, you know, anxiety that they have. But how cool in a, in a journey to be able to embed, right? If your organization has that, that kind of, um, um, technology contract where, um, you know, support and assistance is there and provided, uh, um, provided through ro- robotic processing, digital assistance and so forth, make that one or many, you know, touch points within the, the entire journey. It's not just one and done, but you know, you, you, you have that conversation and it's constant and, and you're reminded and you're nudged to have those conversations again and again through the, the digital assistant, through those robotics. I mean, that's possible now in today's technology. So, um, we have to recognize that these consumer grade experiences, I personally hate to talk to somebody about anything I'm ordering online. God forbid I have a problem <laughs> and I have to talk to a customer agent. I cannot stand it. Love dealing with, you know, a, a digital assistant that's really short and brief or, or self-select. And, um, and I want that ability in my HR service center. I want that ability in my company. If I don't want to talk to somebody, don't make me. And, and that's possible now and, and easily enabled through things like Oracle Journey. So that's, that's a real exciting transformation as we come out of the pandemic to, to see the new capabilities to engage and help our workforce. Yeah, one thing that I, I I think I'd add here some opportunity I can see with these uh, these solutions and the, and the journey uh, designer um, a creator, which is one of the things we see consistently around and mental health specifically, right? Around employees uh, using 
or accessing uh, benefits that they might have available to them or resources they have available to them is a lack of awareness. They simply often you see uh, employees report back when they're surveyed that, hey, I just didn't know that these tools were available to me. These resources were available to me. I didn't know that our our, our health plan covered X, Y, Z. I just didn't know. Right. And I don't blame them. Right. People are busy. Our job, our lives and jobs are more complicated maybe than ever before. We're, we're stressed more than ever before. So I think this could also be an opportunity for organizations to surface um, resources that employees have available to them that they may not just, they may forget or may not be aware about and really encourage them to, to take advantage of opportunities and resources that are provided to them. I'm so, so glad that you said that, Steve. You know, when people hear about um, experiences and journeys, especially when they're delivered by an HCM provider as opposed to like a niche application that you would put on, they think checklist, right? Okay, it's the traditional life event checklist, check, 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 I'm done. But it's not, honestly, the transaction of saying, um, I've had a marital change or I've returned to work or I've added a beneficiary. That transaction is such a small piece. And more and more of these journeys are not about completing a data transaction in the HR system. They're about education, knowledge, awareness, connecting people to, to your point, to their benefits, um, making sure that knowledge is there and readily available at the right time and nudging you and, and, and bringing that up at, at appropriate times. And, 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 and again, there may be no transaction at all in a journey that, that, that results in an update of data in the HR system. And that's, that's perfectly fine. In fact, it's, it's preferred because we don't spend on a regular day basis the majority of time in HR systems updating data, right? I mean, we change jobs, we have salary changes, but our data in the data system doesn't change every day. But what does change every day is our need for information, for connectivity, for knowledge, for um, um, support and guidance and and the, those those nudges to, you know, keep, keep going. And uh, that's what these journeys are about. And again, it's about journeys around returning to work or, you know, you're, you're back and, and, and now you've got to face a, um, a reduction in force or, or an acquisition, right? Or you're closing the books on the fiscal year and starting for the new one. These are not HR processes, but they are work processes for people. And these journeys are ultimately about supporting people in the business. So I'm super excited about that. I'm so glad you brought that up. Knowledge, access to benefits information, perks and discounts, um, frankly, um, prescription drug discounts, you know, yeah. really important. Yeah. And um, those are the kind of things you could say, hey, did you know? Um, so these are these are all real important um, aspects. Wow. And thank you for, gosh, I just keep thinking like that's the differentiator right there. That's one of the key, I mean, there are many, but that's one key one. I think, you know, a lot of companies are out there saying, oh, we have a checklist for return to work. We have a checklist for this or a checklist for that. I love that you say it's not about the transactions, they could be part of it, but that's not what it's about. It's about that yeah. communication. And that yeah, engagement and, and that and, stuff, quite frankly, yeah. is kind of simple to program, if you will, or to develop, right? It's, it's not that hard to create a list that says, oh, if you've had a life event, update this, check this box, update that record. You know, that's we, – we were joking. I'm not joking, by the way, about eBusiness Suite. I, I want to talk about that some more. But I was joking, suite, but okay. <laughs> e-business suite and PeopleSoft did that stuff excellently 25 years ago, right? right. Like, 
it's so, so different. Yeah, so this is much, much different and much more important and much more, honestly, as Yvette said, much more impactful, right? Because ultimately, you know, these things are not changing all that much, but the underlying need for support, for resources, for learning, connection, you name it, right? Those things are everyday occurrences and, and honestly becoming more important. The one thing when you were talking about the millennials, for example, and their results wanting more of this chatbot or, you know, some sort of a digital assistant to assist them, which personally I would like that as well, that's just an option we didn't have when we started our careers, the three of us. And think about the, you know, we were measuring for engagement back in the day. I worked at PwC, for example, and used PeopleSoft. We were measuring engagement, but yet we had so many of us who didn't feel like we had any outlet to share those sorts of anxieties or stressors or whatever. And not only that, we didn't, to Steve's point, we didn't know where to get information either. So it was sort of this this black hole. And then you wonder why our generation wasn't maybe as engaged as, as our leaders hoped. So to me, Oracle Journeys and the advancements you've made even on other fronts, that's the difference. That's where we're giving these employees today tools we didn't have, right? It's sort of like the dream tools. We wanted these things. I don't know. It just has to lead to more engaged employees if they're they're feeling heard and that they're feeling part of it. Yeah, and and good points. And I think one of the fundamental um, things that has changed from um, back then uh, quote unquote, <laughs> I won't say how many years back but, in the day <laughs> um, is the advent of artificial intelligence. And, you know, it's been improving year over year. And now like, like Oracle journeys, you know, artificial intelligence is able to drive these recommendations at the right time. And fundamentally, you know, it's all focused on ensuring, you know, individual, um, you know, guidance and, and personalization and relevancy but the the another net result coming out of this is that now HR is able to really take ownership for the experiences of the workforce and really become the centers of innovation, right? Creating and crafting these things far beyond their their walls of, of typical responsibility in HR and managing HR records and systems. They can add to the relevancy and the success of how people perform their work every day by crafting these really highly unique journeys um, for individuals, for teams, for regions, departments, lines of business, et cetera. Um, so, so super exciting um, there. And, and I love that, that these journeys are, are dynamic and individuals themselves can improve the journeys for others, right? Create their own content, create videos or commentaries, questionnaires, leverage questionnaires, and, and that content can be brought into um, to form new journeys or additional steps as, as, as the company learns more from others and just really be a peer-to-peer um, knowledge and growth area. Yvette, I have one last thing for me, and you're, you're taking me right to my question. And I don't know if you – maybe it's too early to know this, but one of the things we know and we've learned from our friends at Oracle over the last several years particularly is how engaged your customer community is. You've got a huge customer community. They're very mm-hmm. engaged with each other as well as engaging with our friends at Oracle, right, on uh, product updates and new features, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And Chris talks about that a lot too. But I wonder if we see uh, – if you can envision maybe – like almost like a like a, a library or a recipe lab kind of emerging once more people begin to craft journeys in their organizations 
and like organizations in the customer community potentially sharing their how they're approaching some of these things with each other and kind of building a really kind of interesting repository of uh, kind of innovative ways to use this. Do you think something like that might might happen? I think something like that has already started. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so here's here's what we do. So at Oracle, as I said, we are pre-delivering journeys with our application. And as you know, we deliver um, updates four times a year. Trusted, easy to consume, innovation, low impact. I think we're, our downtime every year is less than 17 hours. I think it's about 16 hours every year, maximum, right? So so almost almost no downtime. And, and in those releases, more and more journeys are being pre-delivered, but we've also been delivering them in our customer community. And you're right, highly engaged. We have over 55,000 users in our cloud community and focused on HCM usage. And we routinely deliver um, uh, different kinds of reports that people can use. We deliver um, templates, uh, preceded journeys that have, you know, the, the guidance and the support and the suggested best practices in addition to delivering. So we're not we're not waiting quarter to quarter for new stuff. As soon as we have new journeys, we put them out there in the community for immediate uh, release. And then just as we've seen on the reporting side where we issue reports all the time when we deliver them through the community and then customers have really started to share hundreds of their own versions of reports and best practices by industry, by region, we fully expect that to happen here on Journeys. Already we're seeing in our customer advisory council that I was just part of over the last three um, days, a lot of collaboration about, oh, wouldn't it be great if, and, how, you know, who's thought about this, and what's the best practice for this scenario? So based on what we've seen in other um, areas of our community, this will be a huge area of innovation um, where people can go and share the knowledge and experiences of other customers across the globe and in their industry to make their own experiences better. Yeah. And partners are part of this too, right? Partners are already jumping on the bandwagon saying, how do we bring these, our own experiences and expertise to, to deliver more journeys to customers? And so our um, journeys marketplace uh, where, where partners will be delivering uh, their capabilities is uh, is starting to emerge as well. So you're, you're spot on. It's it's not only something I can envision, it's something I'm starting to see already yeah. with, us, with, with us starting the process. Yeah, and it's and it's, I love that. Yeah, I think Trisha, it's a great thing, and it's something for HR folks to consider when they're making kind of decisions around technology. Yeah. Is things like ecosystem, communities, right, partners, and yeah. just the institutional uh, knowledge that comes from uh, a company like Oracle, who's been at this a long time and has uh, such a highly engaged customer community and such a large one. Go ahead, Trisha. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, no. I was just going to say too that. Um, we just recently heard within the last month from Chris where he was saying that most of the innovations that are happening actually come from customers. So back to kind of being heard, if you want to be heard, you want to work with a vendor as a partner who's actually going to listen to your ideas, who's actually going to give you opportunities to share those ideas with other people who are also customers, and then to further see that put into the software that you're you're using, right? So you you do get to actually have the fruits of the labor, right? Not just the idea. So I'm sorry about it. I, did, I get so excited about this because again, I, this is the stuff like I'm like, oh, I wish I were in HR right now, right? Like using this. This is well, so as you, you, we've all been friends for many many years, and you've you've worked with me under many different company logos, um, <laughs> and so you know I I've got a lot of. 
I've got a lot of experience with vendors in this space, and I can tell you I have never seen such a big, deeply engaged customer community. And we are customer obsessed, right? Chris, Chris Leon talk about customer obsession and customer partnership and, you know, just a radical focus on innovation and ensuring that, you know, all three are connected. And, and I'll tell you through, you know, through that obsession and that commitment to their success, um, we see such a highly engaged, as we said, um, customer base and, um, it, it truly is unique. I've, I've been in, in major players in the industry, and I've never experienced this kind of focus and obsession and engagement and, and an engaged community as I have here at Oracle. So it's wicked exciting you know, to yeah. be a part of. Yvette, this has been a great uh, conversation. Thank you for joining us, taking some time to share uh, what you've been up to. And it seems like a lot in just five months, Yvette. You set a bar right? pretty high. You're probably going to have to uh, – you're probably going to have to keep it rolling for the, the second part of this year. It's a little year, scary, but, but it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, great, great stuff. So um, we will put some links in the show notes to some of the things we've talked about today and uh, the Journeys release and, and some other cool things. Uh, and, yeah, again, it's been so fun to catch up, Yvette. It's been a while. Good to see you again. Good, good to uh, uh, get an update on what's happening. And, yeah, definitely check out what the, the stuff Oracle's doing. It's it's phenomenal and and. I'm a little bit biased because I remember the legacy of eBusiness Suite, honestly. But uh, you're doing all great. Suite. <laughs> I know. I gotta <laughs> stop talking about it. I'm literally the only person left talking about it. But um, thanks so much. All right, Trish. Good stuff. Good fun. Um, we will get uh, the show posted. Get the show notes updated. Oh, Trish. By the way, just a quick. You got too. We are now posting transcripts of the shows on hrhappyhour.net. Full text transcripts. We. Been a little bit slack in doing that. We're, we have started doing that, so look for that as well. I'm pretty excited about that. Great. Well, thank you guys again both. Steve, Trish, so great to have this conversation today. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. For Trish McFarlane, for our guest, Yvette Cameron, my name's Steve Bose. Thank you for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show. We will see you next time, and bye for now.